this is the show about disgruntled about disgruntled football fans yeah and the teams they support and all other teams that even they don't support like the league in general because this is the league of the wings now you may be wondering wow what is and you would be you'd be <laughs> correct yeah because if you watch the super bowl just wow just wow that's the only way i can explain it and uh if you're if you're tuning in for the first time we do this thing called predictions the fuck's happening and google is fucking throwing fireworks over the buccaneers land right now if you search up the super bowl results wow sorry i was very entertained by it (laughs) we do this thing called predictions and you know throughout the regular season we did pretty well i would say yeah caleb won Mm -hmm. that whole thing um most games predicted right uh, yeah and the results of who won at least and uh during the playoffs uh we do like these kind of prop bets like who most passing yards receiving yards not just not just who wins and then also the final score all these other things and uh we haven't we haven't been doing too well there yeah even though i beat you you still were really close to me it's not like it was a blowout it's true and i think that's the only uh good predicting or we can only predict games not actual like fine new like niche things like yeah, we've been doing yeah. throughout the playoffs i wouldn't say we did too bad here though on the super bowl they're not good considering we had chiefs score at minimum three four touchdowns yeah and had them winning and had bucks still trailing just a little bit behind we weren't you know completely undervaluing yeah. the bucks defense or their offense or anything close like game that. Nonetheless. Just like, hey, close game. But Would you it, like to tell them what happened? Yeah, so. Just in case they weren't watching. Bucks did their thing. Tom Brady did their thing and completely dominated the Chiefs. And I don't understand to this day how that happened. And I'm still very confused on how that happened because I don't understand how the Chiefs offense just completely shut down because of mm-hmm. how dominant they are. They only scored nine points. Mm-hmm. And the Buccaneers scored 31, 31 to nine Bucks win. Mm-hmm. As you probably already know, the fact that the Chiefs only scored field goals is astounding. And it's just crazy to me because no one this year was able to stop the Chiefs offense. Even in the Chiefs' two losses that came this year. They're pretty three, two or th- Two losses, two losses in the regular season. They still scored a shit ton of points. And in this loss, it was a blowout. And this is the first loss by Patrick Mahomes, by more than two possessions since 2016 first Iowa State and his stat line is not that good 26 of 49 270 yards zero touchdowns two interceptions uh he had five carries for 33 yards but comparatively to Tom Brady he had 21 of 29 201 yards and three total touchdowns with four carries and negative two yards but he just got completely outplayed by Tom Brady, and I'm very shocked. What are your opinions on this game? There's a couple of things that has been evident through the entire postseason this uh, year. Number one, field goals don't win Super Bowls. That's just an obvious one. Yeah. That's just like we saw that with, what, the Bills? Bills mm-hmm. try to do that shit. Frank Reich didn't go for field goals, and all his fans got mad at him once we lost and you know i had a whole spiel on that earlier in the postseason about why i think he did the right thing it was just like terrible execution considering we had a bunch of very inexperienced players first time i mean not super bowl first time playoff people so field goals don't win super bowls touchdowns obviously is what you want and if you can get, you know, two-point conversions or safeties, that's just cherry on top. Typically, field goals, that's what you use to put yourself even more ahead and don't want to risk, like, giving up field position when you're already mm-hmm. ahead or um, to win the whole game at the very end. Yeah. Once there's, like, three seconds left. Kind of a last resort kind of thing. Yeah. Also, offensive line. I would say it's pretty important. Yeah. Um, Colts have a great offensive line. That that's pretty true, I would say. And people always are like, you know what? We invest too much in that offensive line, mm-hmm. or whatever. And what? Just look at the Bucks' defense. How they 
destroyed Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers, who both MVP frontrunners of this season. Mm-hmm. Bucks didn't have a chance to play Allen, who was also the other frontrunner. But I would still believe a very similar result would come of that. Because Chiefs offensive line did not come to play. It was like, you know, I'm a big like Colts fan, so I'm watching AFC South a lot. It was like watching Texans, Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. over the past couple of years, just scrambling. Boom, 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 boom. Back and forth, back and forth. That's why I was watching from Mahomes. Yeah, you were saying that a few times throughout the game. And offensive line is the most useful, number one most important thing on the entire team. And it is the most undervalued, I feel, in the league. And doesn't get enough credit because, as we saw in this game, like he said, just Patrick Mahomes could not escape the pressure. And it reminded me of Wentz throughout this entire year. He did not have an offensive line or the Eagles offensive line. Their first, our entire first train was basically Alex, except for Kelsey. And due to injury, and even most of our second and some of our third strain were out too. You know what was the end result? Carson Wentz being the most sacked quarterback in the entire league. Because we did not have an offensive line. And he, most of the picks came from him escaping and trying to do too much. That's why I feel like the Eagles had such a bad season. Or one of the, um, at least top three reasons why the Eagles had such a... Uh, bad season this year. I saw a statistic. It was like comparing Kirk Cousins and a game that he got crucified in. I think it was a Sunday night game and he got pressured like 53 or 54% of the time and everyone was talking shit on him saying like he's a shitty quarterback. He doesn't know how to win in primetime games. But Patrick Mahomes got pressured 52% of the time. Mm-hmm. Could not score a touchdown. Could not get more he than... He making unbelievable yeah. throws under pressure. Yeah. And it was just crazy. Could not score past 10 points. If it was up to me, I would give the MVP just to the entire defensive line. Um, like maybe Sha- Shaq Barrett, uh, Nadon any of them really. Mm. Just because I, th- I do think Tom Brady had a great showing, as he usually does in the Super Bowl. It's just that he was continually given great field position because of Chiefs were just punting it. Mm-hmm. They couldn't get much done, and so he didn't even have the most passing yards because of how the, basically the gifts that the defense was giving him, the field position, so he could just like throw it in the end zone. And you know, you know he's going to make it in the end zone, and he typically doesn't have an issue with pressure just because he releases the ball pretty quick as well. I feel like his receivers yeah. ha- have like uh, adapted to those like really quick plays as well. I mean, he got Gronk back, and they're you know twin disease they're just always on the same page when it comes to those sort of things that's why Gronk got those two touchdowns did tom brady win the super bowl mvp yeah he did okay that sucks because i i left after the game ended because i just had enough but it was just not a good game yeah very uninteresting and i for since until like the fourth quarter i thought the chiefs would come back and win because like i just that's what we've seen them do in the playoffs past Mm -hmm. two years so I thought it would be a repeat of the 28-3 Patriots versus Falcons way back. They just couldn't do it, and I feel bad. I still say that. I'm saying now. Actually, this is the first time I'm actually saying it out loud. I said it a bunch of times in my head. But I think the game's rigged, and they just wanted to give Tom Brady a seventh Super Bowl ring because in the last, like, 10 years or whatever, this is the first team to win the Super Bowl or even get to the Super Bowl that's um, lower than the second seed, which is crazy to think about. It's usually those first or second seed always in the Super Bowl, or like first and fir- or first seed, first seed, second seed, second seed. But this time it was the non- first seed Kansas City Chiefs and the fifth seed Tampa Bay Bucks. But it was the first time in like a decade or plus probably that um, team lower than the second seed got into the uh, Super Bowl and then won. That's similar to, um, I don't think it was the Heat. It must have been the Cleveland Cavaliers when LeBron was on that team that made it to the finals. They weren't that high of a seed that one year. I forget which year. My NBA history is not as good as NFL history. But, you know, everyone thought that they wouldn't make it just because their regular season was kind of meh. But then they just ran through everyone in the East, and then they made it to the finals, and that was that. Mm-hmm. And so it's a very similar situation just because, like, you have a guy at – you know, who's the front man who just had been in that situation before. Playoff experience really does matter. Mm-hmm. It's just a whole different sort of game. 
sometimes. Playoff football versus regular season football. And so I would not say it's rigged. I just feel like, man, it's so hard. And experience is so hard to come by. And when yeah. you get to a point that you're so experienced like Tom Brady, it's like, how can you take him down? Yeah. And also defense. I, I can't express this enough. Like, their defense fucks shit up. Mm-hmm. Like, in the playoffs, we didn't see that as much in the... Well, we saw, like, moments of it in the regular season, but all of a sudden, it just all came together last second. They they had a rookie defensive player who quickly on the rise to being, like, a, a candidate for rookie defensive player of the year, but then didn't. He was the guy who taunted Tariq. Okay. Yeah. You know, he had a lot of amazing plays during the postseason, whereas, you know, he only had, like, quick sparks throughout the regular season. So there's also just a bunch of young guys, I think, as well, on the Bucks that started to shine later. You know, usually we start to see that in their sophomore year, but, you know, this is basically as late as it gets into the first season. And if you don't have it figured out by then, then, you know, you're going home. And luckily they got it figured out. So I guess what I'm saying is just. I'm tired of Tom Brady winning Super Bowls and winning in in general, but the Bucks did let on fire. They've won the last 11 games. They are on 11 game streak because they ended the regular season seven and zero after starting at seven and five, and then uh, the four playoff wins, including the Super Bowl. So yeah, they that's all that matters is how you end the season and not how you begin. So do you want to go over the predictions? So we both said Chiefs, uh, both by either three or two deficits um i said 27 24 he said 30 to 28 all of this is wrong we boasted patrick mahomes most passing yards we were right but we didn't expect it to be how it was <laughs> you did predict travis kelsey to have most receiving yards he was not actually playing that well though he yeah. had a lot of miscues and honestly he like slipped on the field at one point mm-hmm. um but he still managed to get most receiving yards which is just very impressive for him um i said mike evans which you know i don't really regret but yeah i just feel like they just got the lead so early. It was like, we don't need to throw a deep ball to Mike Evans. What the fuck? Leonard Fournette did get the most rushing yards. I called mm-hmm. that. Um, a lot of people were saying other Buccaneers running backs, but I was like, I feel like they've been giving more of the carries to him recently yeah. in the playoffs, so I'm going to go with him right I, there. And I said Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and I think if the Chiefs were actually like close to the Bucs mm-hmm. and it was actually a close game, or if the Chiefs were blowing out the Bucs, I do think... Edwards Hilaire would have taken the most rushing yards. It's just that the Chiefs... 7.1 average yards. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, he had nine carries for 64 yards. So I think, I think if the Chiefs weren't playing from behind, he would get the most yardage just from how he was playing. Yeah. And Leonard Fournette had 16 carries for 89 yards. Yeah. So it's a shame. We said Chris Godwin and Tyreek Hill for first touchdown. It was Gronk. <laughs> Should have known better. I said interception would occur first out of all the turnover type things. You said turnover on downs because I I wasn't sure if uh, someone would go for a fourth down so soon. Mm-hmm. And she's no, it was the Bucks who couldn't do it, right? Yeah, the goal line. Yeah, man, they had gone so close to another fucking touchdown. Imagine mm-hmm. if it was thirty-eight to nine. Damn, it's crazy. Which team records the most sacks? It was the Bucks. I said Chiefs. I yeah. thought you know I just thought that the Chiefs would do a bit better on the O-line just because mm-hmm. it didn't seem like they had that big of an issue for the regular season. But also, I just thought Patrick Mahomes could escape it in the same way that Deshaun Watson could. Uh, and he did, don't get me wrong. But Chiefs on their side couldn't get anything going against the offensive line. So it was actually just Bucks only had two sacks. Chiefs won. But it looked like they got fucking 10 or something. Yeah. That's it, what it seemed like. It was crazy. Like, every single play seemed like they were, like, it will take two seconds to get to Mahomes, and he was worrying for his life on every single uh, play. It just goes to show you how fucking good Mahomes is. Yeah. Um, Russell Wilson uh, takes some notes. <laughs> <laughs> how many total field goals will be missed? Uh, I said one. Despite the veteran presence, I just thought, you know, one is bound to miss. None. And there are a lot of field goals. I was very nervous because, one, like you said, a lot of field goals, but there are long field goals, too. Oh, there yeah. were, like... 45 plus or in the 40 range for each field goal and i was just like biting my nails because of how long they were yeah uh will there be a two-point conversion made i said no you said yes yep none not even a conversion yeah there's no attempts no attempts you know bucks had no reason to do that chiefs couldn't even get a touchdown in order to do it so uh, how long will be their longest kick return? I said 42 to 38 yards. You said 37 to 33 yards. And it was 41. I was <laughs> in the zone. Yeah. It was the first, not the first kick return, maybe the second. Yeah. 
It was very early in the game, nonetheless. Nonetheless, uh, do you want to move on to the NFL honors? Yes. Woo! So at the very beginning of the season, it was like actually it wasn't the very beginning. It was like week three, where we yeah, had maybe week two, where we had a little idea of how well people were playing. But you know, it's so early in the season, anything could happen, and <laughs> you'll see how that is pretty indicative uh soon enough let's get into that our predictions and how they turned out so So, mvp (laughs) well we both had a a main prediction and then an alternative that is also kind of like a stretch or not even a stretch that much as all just like an alternative we did very bad (laughs) pretty bad yeah i did very bad you did a little bit better but yeah well it's a hard thing to do but um i don't think anyone would have been able to predict a lot of these yeah right maybe just like one or two but Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, MVP, I said Russell Wilson because he had such a hot start to his season. Yeah. And you said Patrick Mahomes because, you know, Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, our alternatives and stretches, mine was Mahomes as well. And then you had Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> he getting injured in, like, the first, like, second week. Boom. <laughs> Maybe, better luck next year. Russell Wilson also fell off the chart. And then Patrick Mahomes just didn't have an extraordinary season. Obviously, any season he fucking plays is pretty good. Yep excellent one may say but it wasn't mvp worthy in comparison to like josh allen and aaron Rodgers. so he won the mvp or did you say aaron Rodgers. Oh, okay yeah I've, i've everyone knows yeah. it was aaron Rodgers. like from fucking week 14 everyone knew yeah i was just saying anyways I offensive forgot. player of the year i said deandre hopkins which i honestly still believe like maybe statistically doesn't show but whatever you said Devonte adams which also yeah. also very he had a very, very good, close yeah uh, if he wasn't injured, probably those two or three games he was out, mm-hmm. he definitely would have had it. Hundred percent. But you know, Derrick Henry with his two thousand yard rushing, like that's obviously give it, give him the fucking yeah. trophy. No, fucking... he almost broke the fucking record yeah, for exactly. most rushing yards in the season. Exactly. Dante Adams probably could have had some sort of reception record or whatever, but yeah. he was injured two or three games, and which would have been really cool. Aaron Rodgers was MVP and he had offensive play of the year. Yeah. This is like one of the most iconic duos, quarterback wide receiver duos in history. If that were to happen, so. Yep. And then our alternatives. You said uh, Christian. I said Christian McCaffrey there, <laughs> and, and then, then you said Josh <laughs> Jacobs. I thought he would pop off because it was the. I think it was week two, like you said. Because I remember he popped off in week one, and I was like, you know what, this fucking guy is gonna go off he this was also entire year. Fantasy. At yeah. The time, so. <laughs> I just riding high on definitely a stretch, Josh. But yeah, um, here's our first correct one: defensive player of the year, Aaron Donald versus T.J. Watt. Basically, the two people who the finalists, I would say, yeah, of this category. Um, I think I said Aaron Donald. He said T.J. Watt. Mm. I think T.J. Watt should have won it. Yeah, I disagree. You think Aaron Donald should have? Yeah. Um, I saw this statistic where even though T.J. Watt has better stats than Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, I think Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. <laughs> sorry. Um I'm used to saying Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Donald, pro football focus, I think they're looking more into how many double teams each player had. And mm. TJ Watt only got double team like fifteen percent of the time. And I forget the exact number, but it was double if not triple of the amount of double teams. Aaron Jones or Aaron Donald had over TJ Watt. So Darren, I'm, well, I don't know. I don't know why I'm getting tripped up on the names, but Aaron Donald got double team a shit ton more than TJ Watt, and he was close to TJ Watt. Was TJ Watt a defensive end? Yeah, but TJ Watt and but, Aaron Donald's a defensive tackle. Yeah, I feel like it's way easier to double team on the. On the tackles in the end, though. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but still, like, he's still... Centralized, I feel like that's not a good way to compare two very... Not very different positions, but two different positions in the fact that you can easily double-team someone on the inside, but if you double-team on the outside, then that just gives a big gap for the linebacker. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, like, Aaron Donald was still escaping, like, double-teams and still sure. had similar, I, like, I'll like, give him stats. that credit, yeah. but, you know, TJ Watt, that's not really something that's going to happen, regardless. Yeah, but, like, Aaron Donald's had, like, similar stats to T.J. Watt, and he was only, like, one or two off of T.J. Watt's numbers, and I think that's what their stance was. Listen, I just feel like when you have a kind of record year that T.J. Watt had, Mm -hmm. and when you think of the Steelers in general, like, that defense was, like, very good. And in a way, I 
I kind of look at it as like that guy helped the Steelers become so fucking like monstrous at that point in the regular season because that's what we're basing it on the regular yeah. season. Aaron Donald, like everyone knew they were great defense, but like they they're more balanced, I would say, and it wasn't it didn't seem like they were monstrous through the regular season on the defensive end. Yeah, and so. And just because of looking at the statistics for TJY, it's like, oh, that's an obvious reason why we felt that energy from the Steelers this whole season. And I don't know. I just feel like you have to give it to fucking Watt when something, when he clearly has the better statistics in that sense. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, Aaron I, Donald, that the fucking trophy should be named after him. I agree. Yeah. But, you know, it wasn't one of his better seasons, I wouldn't say. Yeah, I can see both sides. I mean, I was just say- stating why I think he probably got it over TJ Watt, and I think that's what they were looking at. Donald definitely second. Yeah, most definitely. But it was still very close, and I think I'm going to like go back on what I said about and TJ Watt should have won it, but I'm just saying or stating why they picked Aaron Donald over yeah. TJ Watt. Otherwise, we had Stefan Gilmore as a stretch I did, and you had Darius Leonard, which, <laughs> like, honestly, yeah, I, I could kind of yeah. see. Still very much a stretch. Yes, he had a decent season, not anything special. First but... season on a new team, mm-hmm. um, obviously a great player. Got burned a few times by elite receivers yeah. like Devontae Adams <laughs> and a couple other players, but... Yeah. Definitely. Oh, well. But, you know... Always room for improvement there. Offensive Rookie of the Year, I <laughs> definitely had a snap judgment and overreacted to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire's first game where he popped off against the Texans, which, you know, it's the fucking Texans should know better. Um, and you said Jerry Judy, which I'm not I don't know sure why. where that came from. but I don't know why. Also, neither of us really, even in our alternatives, neither of us went quarterbacks, which should have been the obvious one, like Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. Even though I don't think either of us would have suspected Justin Herbert to come out of nowhere, but Joe Burrow definitely, like, at least. I, I Yeah, I don't know what where we were thinking or what we were thinking at the time, but I think all four, even all four of the picks that we have, the two alternate and or stretch and then the two actual ones are very, like, out there, I feel. Cause no, I think Jonathan Taylor is pretty close. That is true. Okay, three. Fucking third in rushing in yeah. the whole league as a rookie. Three out of the four, I guess. When he wasn't even supposed to be the starter at the beginning of the year? Yeah. I forgot the stretch that Taylor went on towards the end of the season, but still, like, it wasn't, we didn't pick a quarterback or whatever. Think so. about it. Like, they, they started Naheem Hines over him multiple times throughout the season, even after Marlon Mack was out. Yeah. I don't know why, but I guess just Justin Hubert, Hubert's, uh, performance this year was just yeah outlawing everything of course of course because he was breaking, breaking crazy, records yeah breaking, breaking crazy records, records. some weren't some andrew Lux. yeah um i think even some of them were mannings maybe so fucking colts fans just took a beating there but defensive rookie of the year you got right actually chase young i had him as an alternate so i i can't take too much credit for it but i said patrick queen just because he did also have come off a pretty good start and was pretty good throughout the season but chase young is fucking chase young reason mm-hmm. there's a reason he took him at number two um there's a great moment when mike tomlin came to him and it was like i never want to have my team be as bad to the point where we're able to draft you which is kind of like you deserve to be taken that early mm-hmm. and you know if his team were ever to get as bad as fucking pick number two then you know he'd probably be out of the building and then that was a cool comment i agree and then i picked i say a Simmons as my alternative or stretch. So yeah, we pretty. Say Simmons, by the way. I forget. Like that rings a bell. By I forget what actual team he's on. Uh, I Simmons. linebacker for the Cardinals. Yeah, because I remember because I didn't know too many defensive rookies, so I just looked up a list of defensive rookies Damn, that were good. overall. Yeah, and then I just the randomly linebacker. picked the guy. That's crazy. Okay, anyways. Um, I don't know how good he did. I feel like the whole defense was kind of hit or miss every mm-hmm. different game. It was hard to really gauge that. Comeback play of the year, boom, Alex Smith. Yeah, that was an easy one. I I think for... You, uh, back then, we weren't sure if he was ever going to touch the ball. So yeah. it was hard to tell, but then, you know, Dwayne Haskins had, had his little thing. I don't know why I picked A.G. Green. That was a dumb pick. He, I should have picked him. No, at... he started off all right. I think yeah. I even had him on fantasy at one point. And then Ben Rowe just... You know, he was close. Actually, he did get one vote 
It was a not. It was not a unanimous vote for Alex Smith. One person Which didn't sucks. vote Ben Rowe. I thought that Alex Smith was going to get snubbed from this for whatever reason, and I didn't think that Alex Smith was going to get it because I don't know. I thought they were going to be completely stupid about it. But yeah, um, we both picked Ben Roethlisberger as our alternative, alternative, which was the safe choice because I think he was the front runner, even from the beginning of the season throughout, until like Alex Smith actually started to play good and brought the uh, Washington to the playoffs. But yeah, could you explain to me what coach of the year? Like, how do they decide that? I have no idea. How do they fucking decide fucking coach of the year? Because I mean, Kevin Stefanski, Browns. Maybe it's because they ended the year really well, whereas the start of the season, everyone was kind of, like, trashing them. I think it's maybe because of how the team performed the previous year is taken into consideration mm-hmm. as well, possibly. I don't quite sure, but I don't know. I was kind of mad about that because... It was just an 11-5. Well, I said uh, Andy Reid, mm-hmm. with my alternate being Frank Reich, who Frank Reich also led their team to an 11-5 after having not a great season the previous year, but... No one wants to talk about that, so whatever. Um, and I said Ron Rivera, and then my alternative is... I don't know how to pronounce his name. Cliff Kingsbury, they did not have a good end to the season. Yeah, but the reason why I picked Ron Rivera was because um, he was suffering with uh, cancer early in the season, and throughout oh, the and season. Oh, and he let it fucking division win, which yeah. he knows that is the use of like that. But still, he fucking did that, and brought it to 7-9 when people were like, this might be the first... 5 and 11 team that ever yeah. fucking <laughs> gets into the playoffs but you know he brought it to 7-9 which is like better than anyone would have expected from NFC East come like week 8 or whatever yeah I guess we're done with the NFL honors shit there Wait, I wanted to say- yeah you can say whatever else you have to say and then we'll move on I just wanted to say something quick about Ron Rivera mm-hmm. because I w- before the camera died I wanted to say that Ron Rivera was suffering with cancer and I said this week 2 or week 3 but during the Eagles game. I didn't know if he did this throughout the rest of the games that he played, but during the Eagles game, the first game of the season, he had to put an IV into, like he had to take an IV during halftime and stuff. And I just respected him after that. I even respected him before that. Like I really liked the coach to begin with, regardless, obviously I have cancer or not, but like just to have cancer and bring a bad team to the uh, playoffs especially how bad the Washington has played for the past few years is just incredible. And then just the fact where he like throughout the season and just being able to co- continue coaching, even though he had cancer and good news is that he is cancer free. Um, Woo! I think we got the news like mid playoffs. And so that is exciting news. And I'm happy for him that he's finally recovered from cancer and beat it congratulations ron rivera and i'm proud yeah. of you yeah but yeah that's all i gotta say can we do the go over hall of fames real quick hall of famers oh yeah we can do that okay and we don't have to spend too much time on it because we i want to get to the nfl predictions with the free agency after this but i just wanted to lightly glaze over it because peyton manny your guy no surprise yep. that was a what a two minute conversation about that during the briefing so uh it was just like a mic drop moment from my good friend culture analyst i'm forgetting his name but you i i follow him on twitter i i really like what he has to say about the Colts throughout the season he was absolutely right about Peyton manning he did take a lot more time when it came to reggie wayne mm-hmm. who i didn't expect to be first ballot anyways but it would have been really cool if peyton manning and uh reggie wayne got in at the same time i know mm-hmm. that fucking jim Irsay, our owner would have had a fucking amazing fucking party over that so sadly he was not first uh ballot and plus there were you know other great wide receivers within there i mean calvin johnson was easily going to overshadow him so it was just a tough year to you know open up mike chapel love mike chapel that, that's good yeah it spent no more than 13 seconds pleading manning's case that's right yeah um i'm happy for him and that was an obvious most probably one of the most obvious choices for hall first about hall of fame because it's peyton manny it's peyton fucking manny mm-hmm. but the other um hall of famers i got into the 21 2021 classes uh charles woodson calvin johnson both Drew, easy picks right there super easy picks um drew pearson alan alan fanica fanica uh bill nunn john lynch and tom floors and i just want to say one quick thing about calvin johnson calvin johnson was able to be drafted 
retired, and then be inducted into a Hall of Fame all in the time span of uh, Tom Brady, Tom Brady's career. And that just goes to show you how old Tom Brady is. May I just say that the fact that Tom Flores is just now getting to the Hall of Fame is shocking. He was the first Hispanic coach to be in the NFL, and then the first minority coach to ever win a Super Bowl just a couple seasons later. I mean, that speaks for itself, I think. I don't know who he is, and I never heard of him. He's, Can you explain? He won the more? Super Bowl. He, which Super Bowl did he win? Oh, as a player, he actually won the fourth ever Super Bowl. But then as a coach, he was a three-time Super Bowl champion. Damn. Once as an assistant coach, which you know, fair. For um, what teams? Um, XI. I think this was with Raiders. Yeah, and then. I think it was with Raiders as well that he won the other two. He did go on to be a Seattle Seahawks head coach from 92 to 94, but that didn't really work out. He was with the Raiders, though, for eight seasons. Uh, as, a, as a head coach, he was with the Raiders for eight seasons. He was with them longer as a wide receivers coach, though, before he finally got his moment. Through all that time, he got three he- Super Bowls with them. Two of them were as head coach. Yeah, why the fuck isn't he in the Hall of Fame sooner? Did Whoa, he just, like, recently... <laughs> uh, his regular season record wasn't really amazing. It was ninety-seven to eighty-seven. Still a winning record, point five two seven. But when you think about it, like other minority coaches who have gone in, like Tony Dungy, his is like a point six six eight or something like that. And then, but his postseason record was eight three, which is pretty good. Career between both one hundred five to ninety point five three eight. Uh, did he just like retire or something or no um, he his last coaching gig was with the seahawks 94 uh, okay then uh, that is kind of confusing i guess it took him a while but even when he was a quarterback he did decent yeah raiders fans have just been going crazy over it for a long time but finally yeah. it happened so. so yeah i'm glad that he finally got into the hall of fame he seems like he's well deserved all right now let's get to the free agency uh predictions yes so there's a lot let's get right into it um, I did 25 that maybe aren't the most, like, important, but definitely most noteworthy, like, names that you'll definitely recognize if you're into the NFL. Number one, Dak Prescott, Dallas quarterback. Yep. Where do we think will he'll end up? Um, I'm thinking he's going to end up on back on the Cowboys again. Me too. I, don't, yeah. I, I think it's going to be, the, like, this whole deal because, like, fucking Jerry Jones is just going to make a whole deal, but... Eventually, they'll work it out. Plus, like, the whole team loves them, and that would just be fucking crazy if he didn't. Yeah. But, you know, I could easily see him not as well. I fucking... Yeah. Jerry Jones is like, you know what? No. Yeah, I... There's the disrespect on Dak Prescott for the past few years, even though I'm an Eagles fan, and absolutely, absolutely he hate was, the he Cowboys. Was off to an MVP season, but, yeah. He was off to an MVP season at the start, before his injury. But I have to give him credit. I have to give him fucking credit. I hate to do so. But I think he's my favorite cowboy, and he mm. just deserves it. I mean, what the fuck? It's Dak fucking Prescott. Dak fucking Prescott. Also, him speaking out about you know mental health at the beginning of the mm-hmm. year was very important. Like he's just a stand-up guy. Yeah, I just so, love him. Number two, obviously, is Allen Robinson, Chicago wide receiver. Now, here's the thing: before we get into this, he did say during the Super Bowl, I was like, "Damn, I really want to get a Super Bowl." Like, yeah, who doesn't? Fuck off. Cordero Patterson, another Chicago wide receiver, who is also. Um, I think a f- an all-pro returnsman mm-hmm. um, this past season, he replied, like, we gonna get it, or something like that, and Al Robinson was like, yep. So, despite everyone thinking and theorizing Al Robinson's gonna go a different way, he seems like he wants to stay, at least a little bit, and there's all that whole quarterback rumor about who else could come chicago so it's possible that he might be more willing to stay after that gets figured out so what's your prediction for that i don't think he's gonna stay on the bears i think he's going he's i think he's going to your team indy yep i think he's going to the colts you know what i would fucking love it but i actually don't think so i think he's staying really well yeah you know i would fucking love it but i feel like we might go for a a smaller price tag on wide receiver personally just because we already have to pay so much probably for a quarterback it's like we can't get so mm. many big names into our city at the same time you know it's just how it works so yeah even though we do have a lot of cap space but i just don't think it's gonna happen wait unfortunately i also think that he's could go to the eagles as well do you could, could you do a slash or is it just like 
Is it definite? Or is that like cheating? I'm just going to do a, in very small letters, fit. <laughs> okay. Just to show that, yeah, you kind of have that as well. But I don't think that's going to happen, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. If any, if anywhere, I think actually Miami would be oh, really? a cool hotspot for him. Yeah. Because uh, kind of similar with like Browns getting, what's his name? From the Giants. Uh, Odell. Odell. I, I always blank on fucking names. Um, yeah, I do too. OBJ coming in for a younger quarterback who needs that, you know, veteran uh, receiver just like, you know, get him started or whatever. You know, maybe that hasn't necessarily worked out, but I can still see that, you know, being like the ideology for Miami. Like, bring up fucking guy in there who just who can just sling it <laughs> to and whatnot. Yep, I can see that too. I can see that. Maybe? Nah. Herbert's already got Keenan Allen. I doubt they'd bring in another presence like Allen Robinson. I feel like Keenan Allen would appreciate that. Bengals? Maybe? Any other receiver? AJ Green's getting old. Tyler Boyd's are only other receiver. Selena receiver. Let's see that too. Tampa Bay's Chris Godwin wide receiver. Where do you think he's going? He just won a Super Bowl with them. You think he's not going anywhere? This one's tough because they have so many players on that team that I just don't see how they're going to get enough cap space to keep him on. They just got Antonio Brown as well, who's yeah. also a free agent. Would he stay and then kick Chris Godwin out the door? Considering he did get a Super Bowl touchdown, Chris Godwin did. Yeah. I don't think he's staying. Oh. Uh, Where is he going? I wanted to say the Dolphins. Dolphins? Yeah. Miami? Miami, because you just said they need a receiver. And that two combination, F2 stays in dolphins we don't know about with the watson trade in ordeal or whatever but yeah i say miami what do you think i'm gonna say san francisco san fran kind of random they need a receiver i feel like they could they have a bunch of younger guys godwin coming in could just be like good really good support and i feel like garoppolo would appreciate it i mean kittle just needs some of the some yeah. of that weight off his shoulders so i think that could be a cool place and i feel I like they're that. you know they're gonna come back and be a Super Bowl caliber team again this next season if injuries work themselves out. Yeah. And, and then, uh, Godwin would just really fucking help that. So. And they have uh, Brandon Ayuk too. Uh, younger yeah, a bunch guy. Of, yeah, a bunch of young guys who could use that leadership and uh, they would be definitely a force receiving-wise. Because I don't think Garoppolo is as bad as people say, even though all those rumors. But I think Garoppolo's will be staying in San Francisco and they'll do just as good as they did their Super Bowl season. I can see that. And my as long as they develop more in defense a little, because they might be losing another guy, and they lost to Force Buckner already. So, yeah, I just want to say quickly that my laptop is on sixty nine percent. Nice and okay, you can go. <laughs> okay, um, Denver's Justin Simmons. He's a safety. Who needs a safety? I've never heard of this guy. Before oh well, in he's my life. he's a pretty young guy that has done really well for Denver on in the secondary. Trey probably tell you all about it trey probably just immediately believes he's gonna stay but i don't think so i don't think he's staying i can see him going to the eagles because the eagles do need a safety and mm. we've been um pretty we drafted or uh picked up a few players on the broncos last season through free agency so for some reason we've loved bronco players but i'm going to say that he stays interesting yeah. Denver. I actually say he's going to the Titans. I feel like Titans definitely needs... Um, well, they're already kind of a young team on defense, but I think to add that sort of depth that their secondary would definitely help. Uh, I think they have are decent cornerbacks, but, you know, someone to kind of, like, control the back end would definitely be helpful, and uh, he would make them oof, a force, man. Jesus Christ. Next, we have Leonard Williams, defensive lineman from the Giants. I feel like there are a lot of teams that need defensive linemen. But yeah. where do you think he's going? I don't know. Uh, f- for some reason, the first like team that popped into my head for whatever reason is the bu- the Bucks. <laughs> I don't know why, because like they don't need one. But like I feel like they've been getting like a lot of veteran players on that line. Jesus Christ! And you think, you think <laughs> they're gonna add to what is already fucking crazy? Yeah, it'll be a dumb decision and like pointless. But I just feel like Sue is getting older. He may, like, go somewhere else. So I'm wanting to say the Bucks. Yeah. I'm going to say, in the division, Atlanta. Atlanta? I think they need a fucking weapon. They do need defense. 
in the that defensive makes sense. position. Yeah. And I think their secondary is kind of figuring themselves out. They just need to carry that momentum next year. But Leonard Williams will lead the way. Boom. I can see that. I can see defensive. that. Defensive. Immediately improved with that addition. San Francisco's Trent Williams, offensive tackle, definitely one of the better tackles in the league. I have no idea if like he wants to stay or not, but I'd imagine he'd want to stick around just because San Francisco, you know, I feel like they're really buddy-buddy down there in San Fran, so yeah, he's just going to stay, is my opinion. What do you um, a couple teams popped into my head, the Eagles, Seahawks, the Chiefs, all need offensive linemen. But I can also see him staying on the San Francisco for the points that you just made about Super Bowl contention. So I'm going to say that he stays. That's a safe bet. And yeah, San Francisco is not a bad place to stay. Yeah. All right. We have Yannick Ngaku. The Eagles were going after this guy over the offseason. Really? Mm-hmm. He's great down in Baltimore. Uh, there's also another Baltimore edge position that is also in free agency, but I didn't even bother to use him because Ngaku is just better, and so I was only keeping one of them on this list of predictions. Where do you think he's going? I feel like a lot of teams also need edge. So. I, f- I feel like they spent a lot to get this guy. I don't know why. There's like trade options or whatever to keep for the Eagles and stuff, and just word we would have to spend like a lot of money and a lot of uh assets to get this guy i don't know why he's in free agency because of like how much he was worth and stuff maybe he's just an older guy yeah maybe they just signed him to like a one-year deal or something but i think that he's staying on the uh, ravens baltimore yeah all right i actually don't think he's staying i think baltimore has enough young people to kind of take his position and he might be asking too much money wise so i think he'll go elsewhere where will he go though I think... Maybe the Cardinals? Cardinals needs some defense. Cowboys. Cowboys? Cowboys are going to no. chase after him. Dang it. I don't want him in the Cowboys. That would be, su- that would be such a nightmare. They definitely need it. You can't deny that. Yeah, I can't deny that. With the uh, Eagles offensive line, their situation, he would absolutely destroy us every yeah. single game. All right, Kenny Galladay, who, who do you think he's going to? I say the Eagles. Really? Yeah. Didn't? Oh, you just put Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Eagles for Kenny Galladay, I could definitely see that. They definitely need him. Yeah, because I feel like we're always in conversation with the... Uh, <laughs> Lions. What? You're always in conversation with the Lions. Yeah, the Lions and um, just with the receivers and stuff. We're always in the mix. Colts yeah. are always trading and dealing with the Jets. That's the, uh, the closest <laughs> thing. Yeah. It's kind of weird how like teams form relationships like that. Yeah. I actually think he's going to the Colts. Really? <laughs> yeah, I think this is the guy that they are going to pursue even more so than Juju or uh, Allen Robinson just cuz I just have a I have a good feeling that this is kind of in their like price range that they're willing to spend on a wide receiver like not too much as like Allen Robinson would take or not too low to the point where it's like why are we even getting this receiver? We have average receivers already. So I think this is the guy that they're going to be pursuing. Shaquille Barrett, he just won in Tampa Bay. Do you think he's leaving? I think he's staying. I said Chris Godwin is leaving. I think they're going to spend a lot of money on that defense because mm-hmm. it's a good defense, and I think there's, that's where they're going to pour most of their money or cap space into. Interesting. Yeah. I actually think he's going to the Colts as well. Really? Yeah, we definitely Dang. need an edge rusher. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking Barrett and DeForest Buckner would just tear up the league. And yeah. I, I know Shaquille Barrett would be looking for like a big like unit defense like the Colts. If he was willing to shop around other teams, Tampa Bay just, I feel like they're going to struggle with cap spaces offseason. They're going to have to let some really good guy go, and he's going to be it because, you know, they can fill in with other people as well. They have enough depth, I feel like, on the defensive end. That would be a dis- disgusting defense if you guys would have been able to, like, get him. Because, yeah. like, you, the Colts defense is already, like, top five, top three, like, defenses in the league. And if, like, they get Barrett, and we're keeping our fucking defensive coordinator who probably should have been picked up by a coaching vacancy somewhere but he didn't instead of Sirianni for some reason but there you go that's gonna be a crazy defense so (laughs) uh, (laughs) next is Juju Smith-Schuster I hate him fair enough wide receiver do you think you'd be leaving Pittsburgh I I think he's staying in Pittsburgh yeah me too I don't think that's even a question I think Pittsburgh can convince him to stay and so he can continue doing his tiktok dances on logos oh, and of course being stupid but okay 
Yeah, he's he's just too good, and I think they're in desperate need of receivers. Not I feel like they're definitely willing to pay him more. Yeah, and I think they have enough cap space. They're definitely in the middle of the group. I feel so. Also from Pittsburgh, Bud Dupree. They're probably going to give a lot of money to Juju and you know other people. Do you think? I don't know. This edge rusher. Tell me a little bit about him. I don't know too much. Well, about him. um, he's basically second best behind uh, TJ. Okay. Um, I think he's also going to stay. Okay. Yeah. So they're just bringing everyone back. Yep. I agree. <laughs> Aaron Jones, I'd be very surprised if he stayed in Green Bay, if I'm being honest. Why did you say that? Just because the way they used him last year was very minimal, and I think you'd want to chase the bag and the stats and everything else. I can see that. I don't know who actually needs a running back, though. I'm trying to think who needs a running back or in desperate need of a running back. Because I feel like the running back position is kind of dwindling where it's not focused on one guy necessarily, but like a yeah. unit. Colts don't need any. Eagles don't need any. Titans definitely don't need any. Um, how about you say yours while I think of who needs to. This may be fucking crazy. And I don't even know if they have the cap space to make all of this happen, but the Rams. The Rams? Just imagine. Dude, that would be Just elite. Imagine. Oh my god. Wait, who's their running back? Wait, Akers. Cam Akers, he was popping off. He wasn't popping off. He was well, okay. 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 I feel like they can easily do like a little rotation there. I meant like towards the end of the season a little bit. Nah. Okay. I... Bring Aaron Jones. <laughs> Dude, that would be deadly. I can see I can see the Rams. But I'm going to say the Cardinals are going to pick him oh, up. Oh yeah, they could definitely use him. Yeah, I mean they got Drake. And the other guy? Drake. I forget their other guy's name, but... Uh, yeah. They de- definitely can use a running back. Edmonds? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Levante, David, linebacker, Tampa Bay, another defensive piece. I think he's actually staying out. I, I think they need this guy. I say the Eagles. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> 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 man. The most... Ne- shopping, dude. Yeah. Wait, you can scroll back up and delete the Philly little like hyphen. Yeah, you can delete that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason why I say Philly is because the worst position on the Eagles is linebacker. And we're in desperate need mm-hmm. of a linebacker, and I feel like we're not going to draft one right. in the draft. So I yeah. think we're going to do a little shopping in linebacker position. Uh, Leonard Floyd, edge rusher, um, basically the counterpart to the success from reigning defensive player of the year, Aaron Donald. Do you think he could be staying on that fucking mass fucking wreckage that is the Rams? I think he's staying. Yeah, me too. I would would agree, actually. Mm. I think he really thrives there, honestly. Despite maybe being overshadowed by Aaron Donald, I don't think he would really mind. Uh, Joe Thune, offensive guard of New England. Where do you think he's going? Wait, offensive guard? It says OG. OGs, OGs, OGs. Sorry. I get distracted. I say the Chiefs. Oh, that yeah. could that could work. I would I would say that as well, actually. Really? Yeah, now that you say it. Cause uh the Super Bowl just was a glaring like problem and I feel yeah. like they're going to do a little work on that position over the offseason. Here's a bunch of wide receivers. Corey Davis, Titans. Bengals. There you go. Bengals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I think he stays on Tennessee. Really? I think he likes it there. I don't mm-hmm. know. I feel like I just can't imagine him leaving, despite them already having like a a wide receiver one that yeah. maybe he gets overshadowed by. I don't think he's as good to like make a case that he should go anywhere else and be someone else's wide receiver one though. Yeah, that makes um, sense. You know, they've already made the playoffs so many times. Like whatever. Uh, Houston will Fuller. I say he's staying. You think he's staying? Yeah. I disagree. I think he's going to fucking Miami. I don't really? think he wants to stay in Houston anymore. That makes sense. Like, kind of the Watson situation. Yeah. Watson wanted him to stay. Mm-hmm. They were like, if the Texans don't keep this guy, they're stupid. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, you know, everything that's going on with Watson now, I feel like Will Fuller is like, I don't want to go to fucking back to Houston. If yeah. Watson is not going to be there, and even if he's there, it's going to be awkward. I'm going to go to Miami. That makes a lot of sense. I could easily see him driving in Miami. Aguilar, Vegas. I say he's staying. Yeah, me too. I think he'll be in Las Vegas for a while now. I think yeah. they really appreciate him there. Mm-hmm. Um, Hunter Henry, tight end, Chargers. I say he's staying. Me too. Herbert, dude. He's mm-hmm. got love, Herbert. Yeah. T.Y. Hilton, wide receiver, Indianapolis. 
I say he's staying. Me too. <laughs> Keep it D.Y. Right. He's too good. He's too good. Jadevian Clowney, Ed Rusher, Tennessee. I hate him so much. I don't think he's going to stay. I think yeah. he's going to just get another fucking one-year contract somewhere else. I don't know where he's he is. He's basically been on a- every AFC South team. I'm just going to send him to Jacksonville. I want to say the Jets. All right. Richard Sherman. I say, I say he's staying. I don't think he will. Really? I think for some reason he's just gonna be like, I'm out of here. I feel like I feel like he likes it there. I'm sure he probably does. But I'm sure he's gonna be shopping <laughs> a little. Someone else is gonna maybe raise it a little a bit more. Since they have a lot of already re- great defensive pieces that they're mm-hmm. paying for, you know, he's gonna chase the bag maybe. Where do you oh, think he's gonna I mean, go? I think Patrick Peterson will leave it. He's gonna oh. stay in the division again, oh. go to Arizona. Oh. Dang. <laughs> Fuck, what's the, what, is he going to end up in the Rams like a couple yeah, years from now or whatever? Yeah. Rob Kronkowski, I say he retires. Yeah, me too. I was going <laughs> to do <laughs> He doesn't need another. He easily yeah. could, but I don't think he's going to do it. He's so beat up too and yeah. old and yeah. Patrick Peterson, I'm pretty sure he wants to leave. I don't, damn, the Eagles could really use another cornerback, but we're like already spending a crap ton in that position with Darius Leonard and stuff. I don't know where that would be. Darius need- Leonard. Or not Darius. <laughs> I don't <laughs> Hold on a second. You know something I don't. No. Darius Slay, I mean. Oh, every time when I say think of Darius, I always think of Darius Leonard because you're always talking about him. That's true. Um, okay, you say yours first because um, I need to think. I really like he'll probably go to the other conference. Who needs one? I feel like he'd really like it in Baltimore. I can see that. And that would be an amazing defense. Because Earl Thomas just left. I don't know. Is he... What position is Earl Thomas again? Safety. Safety. Whatever. Yeah. I think they could use a cornerback regardless. Yeah. I'm still... I don't know. I'm going to say the Browns. Mm. I don't know why. I don't even think they need one, but I just like... <laughs> I just like him on that team. Okay, sure. Cam Newton. I say not going to be able to find a team. <laughs> what? <laughs> Not a single team. Not in a single team. FA. You don't know what the fuck about yeah. there. He's got to go on a team. Maybe not for what he wants, but it's just going to take a while. I'm sure he's going to find one maybe like and like middle of the thing. In middle of the season possibly on like a backup, but he's definitely not starting. Fuck, I was going to send him to Vegas, but they're already paying a lot for Mario as a backup. The Eagles? <laughs> Pittsburgh. That would be so funny. I can see that. Say Pittsburgh. Say Pittsburgh. Okay, we have 15 seconds before the camera shuts off, so I'm going to say bye. Bye, guys. These are predictions. And I have a special guest that I'm going to be interviewing next week, so stay in tune. All right, bye. Love you.